this is the Worldly Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Holly. And I'm Luke. We invite guests on this podcast to explore themes of worldly wellbeing. And by listening today, you're joining the conversation. Well, here we are again. This is the third time, if my maths is correct, the third time we've done a welcome back. We're a back. We're a back. <laughs> we're back um yes because this is the first episode of season four of the world of well-being podcast how did that happen i mean like many things that have happened recently i've got no idea how we're here but i'm very joyful that we are quick service announcement if you've listened to several episodes you might think that i sound a bit different i feel a bit bungy with cold because it is the season if you like this voice i'm sorry you won't hear it again if you don't like it don't worry, I'll be back normal next week. Yeah, it is definitely a uh, viral season. I have been consuming everything possible that is vaguely green and nutritious in any type of format. So it, whether it's on a plate or blended into some kind of juice or smoothie, I have been consuming it and then adding extra ginger for good measure because I just, I am like, no, 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 it's not happening. Honestly, I actually think ginger should be given a crown because ginger is just wonderful is that got that zing and that kick and you just know that that burn is doing something productive it is the burn the cleanse and the burn it is um so today we've got several things to catch you up on uh, we're calling this episode catching up with luke and holly and worldly well-being because as holly said there's much to share so you will notice that there has been a little pause since we recorded the last episode of season three and shared that with you. And in fact, we had so much delightful content and so many guests lined up that we already had a lot of this season ready prepared for you, which is very exciting. But we have also been working really hard behind the scenes because since we started this podcast way back in lockdown one, uh, we have really seen growth and it's been really exciting to be part of a journey together and with all of you as the listeners. So we've been doing some work on changing how we talk about ourselves and then also about how we present ourselves to the outside world. Well, that means we have a shiny new logo. Many thanks to Andrew Hankinson. I'm just going to call him a very patient man because anyone who works with Luke and I, um, if you've done that before, I'm sorry. And if you were thinking about it, maybe think twice. We are very particular and we do have a lot of opinions and ideas on things, which sometimes are just completely ridiculous. And often when it's particularly when it comes down to things that we have no real skill set in, they are very uh, granular opinions. Um, so we spent a lot of time looking at various forms of the logo that Andrew shared with us um, and were deliberating on, you know, whether the W needs to sit fractionally closer to you know something else uh, but needless to say we are really really happy with what we've ended up with and it, we think it kind of captures what we're trying to do uh, and positions ourselves ready for an exciting season ahead yeah so please do have a little look and give us your feedback if you need a logo for yourselves we definitely recommend andrew not only does he come up with great ideas but um as i said he's very polite and patient with us saying do you think this font should be half a size bigger and a little wider? So yeah, we're, we're really excited to have a new visual look, which I think on reflection was probably about time when we think about how we first started out um, nearly two years ago. Yeah, it's. I think when we started out, 
just initially just having the conversations between ourselves and the kind of direction that we thought we would go in um, and not really having like a long-term plan, but really just seeing what happened to where we're at now talking to such like amazing and inspiring guests who are doing some really uh, innovative work in lots of different spaces. Uh, it's it's really quite like, I feel almost, I don't want to say proud. It sounds really like um, pretentious, doesn't it? Do it. Don't be so British. Let's just say it. But, uh, yeah. Like, well, you know, we've, we've, we've pulled something together and we were talking to one of the guests that you will hear in this upcoming season uh, the other day. And they were saying that the average podcaster does 10 episodes and then stops. Now, we've done that and more. Um, so we're really, really looking forward to sharing more um, inspiring guests with you. And also perhaps um, hearing from some guests that you've heard from previously. I think we started off with Holly and Luke and a little Canva image and us having a few little chats between ourselves. But we quickly realised, I think, in the second season when we invited people along, how a conversation with someone else suddenly expands the picture. And I think also it really leans into our, what's always been part of our kind of vision or goal for this, as loose as that has been at times, around bringing in other people to the conversation, as in you, the listeners as well. And I think actually by having guests on the show that we're talking with, it just creates that environment to be able to have a conversation. And there are going to be times that, we either don't all agree or we don't all come from the same perspective, but actually we can foster like genuine understanding through conversation. Yeah. And um, as part of that, we would love to hear from you guys. Um, so please do uh, check out our newly vamped website um, and also check out our new Instagram. And we would love to get a message or a comment just to know, um, that you're listening and if you have if you have any suggestions of people that you think would be interesting for us to talk to or if you yourself are someone that you think would be a great fit for a guest on worldly well-being podcast please hit us up yeah we'd love to hear from you and i think you know holly you just mentioned uh the kind of work that we're doing on the website to kind of bring it up to scratch with our new logo so as you mentioned do go check that out at worldlywellbeing.org um, but also, as Holly mentioned, our uh, fledgling Instagram account, it was a conversation, I think, when we, we were talking to Priya from Bloomtown. I, I think it was, was following on from that, that, when they were tagging us in something to do with the podcast, they're like, why don't you have your own channel? And I think at the time, we were a bit like, well, we don't really have a, a, a unified look and feel. We don't really, you know, we don't have that visual piece that unites the whole thing. You know, this has been a really organic process. So we've not kind of gone in with a marketing strategy from day one. You know, we've been developing as we go and learning as we go. Um, but with this kind of, in marketing speak, rebrand, um, we now do have that Instagram channel. So it's going to look probably a little bit sad for a while when we just make all of our friends like it. Um, but, you know, as listeners, do engage with us and do hit us up on there too, because we want to keep that conversation going off the podcast as well as on the podcast. Yeah, definitely. And we're now no longer going to be telling you at the end of every episode the slightly off-piste and complex personal Instagram handles that we had. Um, I think it was very on-brand Luke and Holly to have interesting yet not that clear personal Instagram handles that we would insist were the best way to go we still yeah. do have those yeah so we're still you know on social I mean for me personally for now at least we'll see how that goes but 
they, I think as well that reminds me of the developments that we've gone through over the last couple of years in that, you know, when we started out, we had, we were, we were trying so many different approaches to figure out what was the best way to produce worldly well-being and to bring it to people. Um, and I think we're kind of landing in a, in a place where we feel really comfortable in the conversations we're having, or at least in the way that we develop the conversation. Sometimes the conversations are quite challenging, so there's, there's discomfort in that but also in then how we are inviting all of you to keep talking to us as well. Um, and that also means spreading the word. Um, you know, we we love the people that are listening and engaging regularly. Thank you for that. But actually, we would really love for others to hear what we're talking about and to, to come from different perspectives and kind of review it from different angles. So, you know, if you do enjoy the World of Wellbeing podcast, please do share it with friends, families, even enemies. Uh, send out the joy, uh, even to people that you would perhaps rather not send the joy to, um, because we would love everyone to be part of the conversations that we're having. And to be honest, I don't see why shoving a bit of Holly and Luke down someone's earways is ever going to be a problem. I think no, it's going to be beneficial. I mean, I mean, we would certainly not think that. So, Luke, I was um, making a few notes this morning as I had my hot lemon and honey. I have taken to that actually in the last year, dear listeners. I start my day with a hot lemon and then I move on to tea. I don't know if it's doing anything, but, you know, emotionally, spiritually and physically, I feel like I'm. it's beneficial. I did have, um, it's not really my thing at all, um, but I did have hot lemon and honey the other day in a bid to, in my, I'm warding off all evil viruses as much as I can. Um, and I was actually, you know, I mean, I probably put quite a lot of honey in it. But it was quite, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Well, there we go. Big up the lemons. And, you know, we've obviously spoken about honey before. Season two, if you didn't listen to that episode, maybe we need to hit up a lemon farmer. Hmm. Mm. Anyway, um, I think I made a note that I, I think uh, last season in particular, maybe one of the key words that came out of that was balance. Uh, something we've talked about a fair amount on the Worldly Wellbeing podcast is seeking to find a sort of a balance in our own lives, um, finding that way of not being overwhelmed by concepts of what we should or shouldn't be doing. And I wrote a couple of other words. Um, I wrote flexibility, change and journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I wondered if you had any words that you were pondering on, Luke, or that you thought could be um, keywords that might develop in this next season? Yeah, I think like just kind of maybe riffing off some of the words that you just offered the the balance piece continues to be really important for me and I'm tuning into others who are also talking that language speaking in that way um for a while I was kind of pushing for me personally this kind of sustainability angle like you know I was using language of seeking sustainability as a way to kind of channel my objectives and and figure out where my values were aligned to um, but actually now for me, it's more about bringing balance. Sustainability almost implies like a, the status quo is fine. We just need to keep maintaining it. Uh, and actually, I think there's an awakening happening for me, but also for others that actually the status quo doesn't work uh, and we need to readdress the balance. And so for me, it's more about bringing balance um, than it is about maintaining the status quo through sustainability. So I think balance is definitely... It's, you know, it, we're going to potentially have some buzzwords that we keep coming back to. And for me personally, that is one of them. Um, 
And uh, the other one that uh, chimed in particular, although all of them obviously have resonated throughout the last seasons, um, was that one of Journey. Uh, and perhaps I would then layer in kind of um, kindness into that for yourself and for others. That This is a journey. Life is a journey. But also the conversations we're having are a journey uh, and that you know we've talked about where we've been the kind of path that we've been on as wildly well being over the last few years um and that has been uh, you know i don't want to keep using the word journey on repeat that has been one a voyage <laughs> uh, yes it has been a voyage um and you know we have changed and shifted over that and even you know personally for myself i have experienced my own voyage <laughs> over the last 18 months to two years uh, and I hope that continues. But what I want to do is engender a sense of kindness in that for myself and for others. So that if I'm on a, if I'm at a different place in that journey to where someone else is, there's no there's no anger or bitterness or judgment there, but actually just an appreciation that we're all we're all moving. Some of us might be moving faster or slower, or it's all relative. But actually, there is movement, and it's it's everyone is moving. Um, and being kind to one another and that I think is 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 vital it kind of that shared common humanity kindness is everything thinking about that journey uh, that's why I think flexibility sort of came into that because it's very easy to have an opinion on something and whilst we've talked about keeping balance actually being able to perhaps adjust what your opinion is or as we've had conversations with different people I guess it's really good to hear someone else's opinion and have that acceptance or maybe have have the ability to perhaps just be a bit flexible with what we think is the right way to do something I agree and I think some of the like the learning that I've been doing is understanding how people view the world and and how people engage with it from different cultural perspectives and actually like the western narrative of how we talk about time how we talk about history where what voices have privilege and, and and place that's very different from the eastern traditions uh it's very different from some african traditions and so actually you know this kind of i'm always right uh or you know I, because i believe this i'm not going to listen to the experience or the worldview of another actually forces us into these really small containers that doesn't allow for that growth and allow for that journey um, and I think if we can be more flexible, if we can open ourselves up, even if it's just a little bit, uh, to, to understanding the other, uh, I think, and I think kindness plays into that, then I think as a, as, as individuals, but as a species, we'll see collective growth. I was thinking about our first season, which if no one's listened, just take a listen to one or two of them. I'd love to know other people's thoughts on um, how we might have developed or grown, might I say, since then. And in an episode from the first season, we both set ourselves little personal challenges. Um, and mine was to, if I recall correctly, it was to not be I was quite strict to myself. I wasn't allowed to be lazy with the things that I were doing. So if I wasn't organized enough to take out a snack, tough luck. I couldn't buy a small bag of nuts because that plastic was bad. I couldn't wait to the last minute to drive somewhere. I should make sure that I take a more um, environmentally friendly way to get there. Uh, and, you know, I suppose on reflection, that was quite strict. 
However, I actually did manage to achieve a lot of those things and felt really good about myself. And I was like, oh my gosh, tick for Holly. I basically got no plastic in my house anymore. Um, I mean, honestly, I felt like the queen of sustainability at one point last year. And then, of course, the journey develops and that's when flexibility comes back in. Um, I came back to my parents' house for a while and thought I was going to have some kind of a nervous breakdown at the cling film and the plastic that was still lying around. And I suddenly started using my car more. Um, and my gosh, I didn't know what to do with myself. But I think we've talked about being kind to yourself. But that kind of flexibility and that ebb and flow, like that is life. Okay, so I was super duper great and had no plastic for like four months. And then, do you know what? I have delved into a little bit of plastic for a while, but that's life. And when we're on a journey, we do have those ebbs and flows. Yeah, I agree. And I think this there needs to be a, a more nuanced approach sometimes. And I'm not very good at that. I do like think I do like clarity and I do like, you know, this is what I believe. But actually, I think there does need to be nuance, particularly in the kinds of conversations that we're having, because we are in systems and structures we live in a world where you know we can't entirely eradicate plastic uh, and actually even if we could uh, there's good science and good data that suggests that actually that would not have the impact on on the warming of the planet that that we previously thought that actually there are bigger issues at play here so it's not to absolve us of individual responsibility because I, I do think that you know, when, when human beings come together, the power of our collective uh, imagination and collective action is is immense. So it's not to say, well, don't matter, it doesn't matter, then you can use whatever you want, um, because I think there's a bit of a respect for the world around us that needs to be played into as well. But also that there are just times that you, you, you cannot avoid being complicit in broken structures, because, you know, if you live in any kind of society, um, particularly in the West, you are bound by rules, by by structures that have existed long before you were born. Um, but there are ways that we can then foster community that begins to challenge that, begins to look for new ways of being uh, and encourage one another on the journey as well. Not being dismissive when you see someone using a bit of plastic, not being dismissive. You know, there was a time up until the lockdown where if I saw someone using a, uh, a pa like a paper cup from a coffee shop, the kind of the internal judgment and probably it was expressed on my face at the same <laughs> time as well that I would have that person oh why can't you just buy a keep cup you know like I can do it why can't you do it I have like you know my bottle my keep cup I've got everything in my bag whereas during during the the pa pandemic coffee shops just were literally not doing that and, and and still many aren't you know shifting back into that you know so I was getting a, a, a paper cup often with I hope a compostable lid um, yeah, I would just like to clarify that Luke was spotted with a non-keep cup. Well, I think I probably saw him a couple of times. Um, so he did have to delve into that disposable world. Yeah, and 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 I had to, to it's it's a small thing, but I had to wrestle with how that made me feel. Uh, I had to 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 reconcile kind of these beliefs that I'd almost put up on like a a plinth, uh, kind of a, an altar of beliefs. Um, and instead of those beliefs serving me and the world around me, I was serving them. I was kind of bound to this worldview that I'd conditioned for myself. And that became restrictive. 
Uh, and that became problematic when engaging with others who didn't hold that worldview. And so I think regardless of what has happened over the last 18 months to, to two years and without delving too much into the, the kind of politics of that, it has begun, for me at least, a journey of waking up. And the interesting thing about this journey is we really have no idea what the destination, if there is a destination, looks like. And that kind of really struck me recently, like personally, I think in my own life, I'm always on a fun journey. I've got no flipping clue where the destination is in six months, let alone, you know, I don't have a life plan. Um, I'm not one of those people. But then I kind of stopped to think, I'm not the only one like that. I'm not the only kind of crazy going out there, see what happens. We're all forced recently, like you said, we're on a journey of awakening, but awakening to what? What does that look like? None of us actually know. We're on a train. Donde Esther the station? Wow, exactly. And I my I think my fear, not my fear, my concern for me and perhaps others too, is that if we're on that journey, if we're beginning to wake up uh, and see things from a different perspective or a different angle, and I'm sure many others have been on this journey long before me and they're going, yeah, well, welcome, like join the party. Um, I don't want to start drifting back to sleep again. I don't want the Mm. train to stop. I don't, you know, I don't know where it's going, but I equally know that we need to keep going, that, you know, there's, there's momentum uh, and there's there's energy and there's drive and that things are changing. Sh- things are shifting. Uh, and I want to see that through. It's a little bit like um, one of the conversations that we recorded with someone that you will hear soon, who was expressing the idea that really stuck with me, that it's not about what you believe, but it's about how you, I've simplified this, but how you behave. And I guess it's a little bit like that with the journey. I don't know what the destination is, but how I move through life and how we all move through life, the decisions we make, I guess, maybe the information we pick up, that's really key. And ultimately, I, you know, I hope that we're all going to, the destination is going to be a, a better world. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds really, as if that's going to happen. That sounds really intense. But I suppose, yeah, the destination is going to be an enhanced something. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, the better world thing, yeah, okay, we we smirk and we're like, oh, yeah, it sounds really twee. But actually, that's partly what worldly well-being is about. That language there is intentional. Uh, but I don't think that's a bad thing to aspire to. Why is that twee? Why is that something that we kind of go, oh, isn't it funny? Isn't that a bit of a hippie thing? Um, but I also think the journey is is as important, that the process of getting to whatever that end goal is, we, we keep using that language, you know, we're looking back just on the last, since season one. But then I think, you know, I've been in London 10 years this month. Like, who I am today, <laughs> praise the divine, I am not the same person that I was when I moved fresh face, when Holly and I moved fresh air face, when Holly and I moved to London in October, 20, into October 2011. Like, I am not the same person and I am eternally grateful that I am not um but that's not me judging that person it's me appreciating the journey that I've been on to get to here and I hope wherever I am in 10 years time 
I, I have the same feeling. I'm I'm grateful for uh, I'm 43. Oh my gosh, 43 year old Luke will oh, be. Stop it! <laughs> my heart just stopped for a moment. <laughs> 43 year old Luke will be incredibly grateful for 33 year old Luke and laying the foundations for that that next 10 years. Um, won't be angry at him. Uh, will be grateful for him, but will also be looking ahead to to what's to come. If I can even just a small bit engender that, like embody that in my day-to-day life now, I think I'll see an impact. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I can't follow that up at all because that was very profound. Thanks. I do have these moments every you now do. and again. I, you know, just, you know, I just uh, want to yeah. say, you know, snap for 42-year-old Holly because I'm a year younger. So an extra year of youthful face. Sure. And I, I guess I just really hope that worldly well-being the conversations and um, that we record and that you can listen to i guess i just hope that they are helpful or interesting or just bring you something on your journeys even if you listen and go what a load of boulder dash that's a okay um or if you listen and you're like boom loving this i i think for luke and i the people that we've met along the way in our lives have had an impact. And I hope that listening in to a conversation between us and someone else gives you a little nugget, even if it's a little snacket for your journey. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, two things on that. One, please do write in and let us know if you yourselves use the word balderdash, uh, because it's been, you know, a hot minute since I've heard anyone use that. Uh, and next, I think that's a really profound idea around there's there's still learning to be done from people that we disagree with or, or that actually you know thinking about the process the the voyage to date there are people that are, who had an impact on me as a teen who were it was deeply profound uh, and now i have nothing in common with them i probably disagree with them on 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 many many levels but but actually you know i can still i i still learn something from them they still shaped me i they, i and some of it was not always good but i need today because of that process that's a very good point luke and i I suppose we both share some similar role models when Mm. we were younger and i would agree with you it's not to look back and say oh my gosh i was deluded in my inspiration from that person it's to say no actually that inspired me in a way which was a foundation stone to who i am now and maybe the building looks completely different to the building i thought that i was building i mean you know, it definitely does. But I like to think that actually the kind of the way we've, the architect, are we the architect, do you think? Well, I was just thinking, mm. like, don't hire us to be your architect is probably <laughs> yeah. the, the message from this one. Yeah. We're because... just adding on wings, like, oh, we're <laughs> in the east, east wing. I'll be putting turrets on the top and then we'll be like, no, definitely not. That should be round, not ecliptical, if that's a word. And then we'll be like, oh, no way, we didn't. The foundations were not designed for this shape building. So uh, in short, not architects, but yes, we are architects of our own journey. With that in mind, we, we are really looking forward. I'm actually very, very excited about the people that we're going to and have already started to speak to for this season. There's a real um, 
diverse group, and I mean that in the sense of uh, people's professions and, and worldviews and just, you know, approaches to, to their own journeys. And I think there's some really dynamic conversations that are going to be coming to you via uh, the World of Wellbeing podcast this season. Yeah. And I just hope that um, someone, I can't remember who it was, gave us some feedback and said that they felt like they were listening in to a conversation in a coffee shop. And I actually really liked that. So, you know, I, I hope that you guys enjoy listening in to what most of the time is sense. And some of the time there's a little bit of boulder dash thrown in there. And if you're doing it accompanied by coffee and some kind of baked good, then that can't be a bad thing either. Exactly. Um, so we look forward to you joining us on the journey of season four. The voyage, the journey. I mean, we've had a lot of keywords going on. All we'd like to say is next week, first episode with a guest, you'll be pleased to know. Yes. So we will be welcoming, uh, as we said, uh, for the first couple of episodes, we've got some material earlier recorded earlier in the year. Um, and we will be signposting you each week to our Instagram to learn who that guest is going to be. Again, that's quite on theme with Journey and Voyage, isn't it? Signpost. It is. For now, just sending lots of peace and love to you wherever you are listening and uh, looking forward to continuing the conversation. And final thing to say, at Worldly Wellbeing on Instagram. Thank you. Lots of love. Ciao for now.